Thanks for tuning in. I'm Renee. I'm Shelby. And this is The Creepy Burrito. Get up in it. Lick it. So. Love it. <laughs> um, might not be, uh, when you say feet stuff, it might not be the first thing that you would think of. But today, we're going to be talking about the case of the disembodied feet. I'm going to tell you a tale. Tell me a, a, a story about feet. So, August 20th, 2007, a 12-year-old girl was walking along a beach with her father in Jedediah Island in British Columbia, mm. Canada. That's Canada. Canada. I'm really not, <laughs> I'm really just not Canadia. that dumb. Canada. Uh, so, something catches her eye. So, she goes over to investigate. Turns out, it's a shoe. A man's size 12 Adidas right shoe. Most people will go, eh, Whatever fucking shoe and then walk away but a child's curiosity caused her to pick up the shoe untie it and turn it upside down and out fell a sock and inside of the sock a foot mm. mm-hmm. she's like there's mischief afoot here yeah something's <laughs> <laughs> something stinky you might say there's <laughs> danger afoot uh so the family quickly alerted the authorities which they promptly came to retrieve the foot and uh, sent it off for DNA examination and everything kind of went back to normal. Until six days later when another foot washed ashore in Gabriola Island in British Columbia, which I looked it up, it's about 50 miles south of Jedediah Island. So uh, kind of in the same area. It was not the matching foot. It was a size 12 men's Reebok right mm. shoe. So unless uh, somebody's walking around with oh, two, two right different feet. shoes. <laughs> two oh, right two feet right feet. Oh. And two different shoes. So that means it's a different person. So two separate individuals' feet were washed ashore within six days of each other. Since then, 19 more feet have washed ashore, making it a total of 21 feet found present to date in this general fucking area. <laughs> Talk about a foot fetish. Jesus. They're going through a lot of feet. All those feet washing up, something might say it's a little fishy. <laughs> this might be a little monotonous, but I I just felt like it might be important to mention. But So I did a total feet count found throughout the years so two feet were found in 2007 in british columbia which were the two that i mentioned afro mentioned two feet um the size 12 adidas shoe and the size 12 white reebok shoe both right feet a total of five feet were found in 2008 four in british columbia and actually one in washington state which if you look 
geographically Washington State and this area are like not far apart at all like we're talking the span of like hours and mm-hmm. it's all has the same I guess body of water sea running through it um I'll get into that later but anyway so uh a size 11 Nike men's right foot was found a blue and white new balance sneaker a woman's right foot a size 11 Nike men's left foot size 11 black shoe I couldn't find a make it's just a black shoe a uh, men's right foot, a blue and white New Balance sneaker, a woman's left foot. One foot was found in 2009 in British Columbia, which was a size eight and a half Nike's men right foot. Two feet were found in 2010. Both of these were found in Washington State. A woman or a child's right foot was found, and literally just the foot. This one had no shoe. It was just Aww. a foot. A boy's size six Ozark Trail hiking boot with a right foot. Three feet were found in 2011, two in British Columbia, one in Washington State. A white and blue size nine running shoe. It says the sex was unknown. I couldn't find anything much about it. Um, A size 12 hiking boot, a men's right foot. A human leg bone and foot Hmm. were found in a plastic bag. That one was in Washington State. Just like kind of putting the pieces together, that one might not be related. Yeah. Because it seems like they like specific athletic. Yeah. It almost sounds like a bigger mm-hmm. athletic person. Mm-hmm. Like if you have like a size 11, 12, like you tend to be like tall. And mm-hmm. if they're all wearing athletic shoes or like hiking boots, mm-hmm. it sounds like they're, I don't know. They're looking for athletes. Look like, they're you. looking for a fight. You building a profile. I sure you? am. I should have been a cop. <laughs> so, Detective, Detective Shelby on the case. Detective Shelby Burrito on the case. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a cheesy one today, fellas. Let's deep dive into oh, this. God. So, yeah. So, and then another foot was found in 2012 in British Columbia. And the only thing I can find on that one is it said what appears to be human bones inside of a foot. So around this time, it seems like the cops and uh, different officials were trying to be a little more hush-hush about the certain details that they found in the cases. So after the one foot was found in 2012 in British Columbia, two years goes by with no feet at all. Mm -hmm. Nothing found. And then in 2014, another foot just randomly washes up again in and this one was in washington state this one was a size 10 and a half men's white new balance shoe and it contained a left foot uh then another two years goes by with no feet found at all until 2016 when all of a sudden two feet were found both in british columbia this time one foot uh in a sock in a running shoe that's all i found about that one and then another running shoe with another foot inside like I could not find any information about what size what type of shoe or Mm -hmm. even like left or right foot another foot was found in 2017 again in British Columbia and this one was the remains of a leg with a shoe attached and obviously foot washed up so it sounds like it's like the typical uh, serial killer like traits where they go on like a a hiatus Mm -hmm. for like a year or two yeah but I mean that couldn't that might not be all of the feet right Uh, There could be more feet afloat out there. Uh, So two feet were found in 2018, both again in British Columbia. One was a hiking boot and the other one was a nine and a half size light gray Nike free RN shoe, believed to be a male right foot. And then the last foot 
to date was found in January 2019, and that one was in Washington State, and it was a foot found inside of a boot. Since January 2019, nothing's showed up again, but, you know, as you can see from the pattern here, there's been times where two years go by and then feet start washing up again. But uh, anyway, for a total count, uh, 15 of these feet were found in British Columbia and six were found in Washington. DNA analysis has actually been able to confirm that some of these feet are from the same human. The third foot and the fifth foot that were found are from the same man. The fourth foot and the seventh foot found are from the same woman. And then foot 16 and 17 are the same as well. I could not find gender, though. Oh. So they were, like, holding on to feet for, like, so long in between? Or, like, were they washing up at the same time? Well... At least three, five, four, and seven were all found in 2008. Six, 16 and 17 were found in 2018, I believe, or 2017 and 2018. So, I mean, regardless, three pairs of feet have been confirmed. So yeah, like matching. Yeah, so it's three people. But no other feet were matched together. So that means that there's literally 15 other people's feet or foot, rather, found and so we're looking at a total of 18 people total, which a uh, vast majority are all missing their right foot yeah. versus their left foot. So let's hit the theories. Yes, please. So what makes it so suspicious is that all of these feet were found in this area, like I mentioned earlier. So there's nowhere else, at least documented, that I could find in the world that has this many feet just washing up with no explanation. So the first reasonable explanation for this would be a serial killer. So some weird foot fetish serial killer just killing people for their feet. Uh, you know, for example, there's a serial killer named Jerry Brutus, and he was known as the shoe fetish slayer. He actually used a hacksaw to cut off a woman's left foot and kept it in his freezer in his garage to model his collection of high heel shoes. So it's not implausible that there would be some weird foot fetish killer. But that does pose the question, if there is a foot fetish killer, then why are we finding the feet? You know? Why is he just tossing them? Right, because if what you're, if he, if like, you're a serial killer... What if he took the killer, shoe off and then he didn't like the foot? That might have been it. Well, if you're a serial killer, you know, and you have a foot fetish, wouldn't you want, want to keep the trophy? Them? Right. Like, that's the coveted item. Mm. They want the foot. They wouldn't just throw it away. I mean, this Jerry Brutos. He kept that foot in his freezer for um, a long time. I mean, another part of that, like, could be they could just take photos of it. Like, what if, I don't know. What if they do that? But why would you have a photo if you have the real thing? Like, why keep a photo if you could have yeah, but some people couldn't keep real things. Like, some people did take photos. I just don't think that it would make sense. Because if there's a foot fetish killer, the whole point is to keep the foot. So for them to toss it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Unless there's, you know, some oddly weird specific left foot fetish killer that's tossing the right feet and keeping the left feet. I feel like that's a little outlandish, you know, like, I okay. feel like that's a little... Outlandish theory number two. What if the killer uh -huh. only has one foot, 
and really likes these people's shoes. So he tries to size them up by looking at the shoe because they're all comparable sizes for the most part, minus the child woman shoe, of which I won't think about because child I'll start- foot. Yeah, child woman foot. Oh no. Yeah. That's, that's so bad. But then here's the other thing too, is usually when there's a serial killer, they go for a specific type. That's like, what I'm saying. Usually yeah. all serial killers have some sort of profile that they stay within, whether it's race, gender, mm-hmm. size, height. Some of these shoes are, or some of the sizes of the shoes are not the same. They found women's feet. Mm-hmm. And jumping the gun here, but a DNA analysis on one foot was uh, suspected to be like a 50-year-old man. Um, whereas like the young child woman foot is a young child young woman and then there were a couple of other feet dna analysis tested that were younger individuals Mm -hmm. so it's like it's just odd that there's that much of a variety variety of of things going on so it could be an opportunity serial killer though like what if you're at a park and a lot of people are wearing athletic shoes in a park so what if they are runners or hikers if there's a kid in there a kid at the park that's depressing well shelby i'm gonna shut you the fuck down right now oh no one thing that dismisses the serial killer or foot fetish serial killer uh is that forensics have confirmed that all of the feet that were washed up were disarticulated which means that they naturally fell off and they were not cut off. What? Yes. So in 1992, there was a coroner in LA that actually studied the decomposition of bodies that were pulled from the water. So he basically compared how long the bodies were in the water for versus how many body parts they were missing. And he essentially figured out the process of how a body decomposes and comes apart while it's submerged in water. So what they found out is, is that the thinnest areas of skin, like the joints around the wrist and the ankles, get eaten away first. And then once that's eaten away, it exposes the soft tissue, which then in turn also gets eaten. And uh, I guess it's not a little known fact, but it's not as common as it should be. But like when a body drowns, you don't float, you sink. And like Mm -hmm. you sink so quickly that when officials are looking for a drowning victim, like they search the bottom and not the top because we just sink very fast and hang Yeah, you don't start to float until you decompose, right? And like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So anyway, with the marine life eating away at the body and then plus being dragged around on the sea floor and the current and everything, that's what causes the disarticulation and the that's how the wrists and the feet come off of the body, essentially. And then you're just hanging out with no feet. So, wait, so if it's the wrists and the ankles, why didn't they find hands? I'll get to that. Okay, sorry. Okay. So, one foot that was found without a sock and a shoe we can assume that that one probably hadn't been in the water for that long because it was still intact and it was it was just a foot. Mm-hmm. Now the other feet that were found were all inside of shoes. So they were obviously protected. So once a foot is disarticulated from the leg, the shoe then encases the foot and prevents the other sea life from eating it. And the shoe itself acts as a flotation device and then the foot rises to the surface. And then that's how it gets washed up. So probably the reason why we're not finding hands is because the hands are exposed and can get eaten. Whereas the foot cannot because it's it's, it's protected in the shoe yeah so now some people think that this 
supports the theory of organized crime or the mob. My guess is because all of the movies that you see, people are, I'm going to give you a pair of concrete shoes and yeah. you're sleeping with the fishes. You know, like people dumping bodies and, and weighing down bodies and stuff. But one could argue that these people were weighed down by their ankles and that helped speed up the disarticulation process. And oh. Yeah. So, however... I don't necessarily agree with that theory because the entire point of the mob is to be invisible. The first time they would see uh, like an article of a foot washing up, uh, they would immediately change their MO and they'd be like, oh shit, we gotta keep this from doing this. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't think that the mob would be uh, necessarily a plausible theory on this uh however you know maybe an inexperienced serial killer is weighing people down to try to hide the bodies and not understanding that the feet are gonna come up or maybe he's a weirdo and gets a rush when the feet are found one could even argue that it's weird that there were basically four years where activity ceased Mm -hmm. you know four years that's a prison stint or could be someone like BTK who took a break. Maybe the serial killer noticed that he was getting too much publicity and is able to control his compulsions in fear of getting caught and then just stopped. So, eh, wrong. Got some more facts for oh, you. Oh, no. So, uh, forensics actually have been able to identify seven of the feet of whom they belong to. Okay. So, foot one and three and three that were found were identified as a match and they were also identified as the remains of a man who went missing and was known to battle depression for a majority of his life. So that one was ruled a suicide. Uh, Foot four and seven that were identified as a match were also identified as the remains of a woman who was last seen jumping off a bridge in 2004. So foot 12 get this, was identified as the remains of a fisherman who had been missing since 1987. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> we're going, we're throwing back. That's the time travel. Foot 18 was identified as a Stanley Ukimoto, I think is how you pronounce it, uh, a 79-year-old man who suffered from strokes and walked with a cane. And he was last seen leaving his home without his medication. And his car was found close to where the remains were then located later. Mm-hmm. This was the man whose, uh, who they found was a leg bone attached to a foot. Not the one in the bag in Washington. This one was in British Columbia mm-hmm. where it was a leg bone and a foot attached. And it was over a it was a 59, over a 59-year-old man is what the report said. And then anyway, the most recent foot, number 21, that was found in January of last year was identified as Antonio Neal, who had been missing since 2016. So a total of five people and seven feet have been identified as either suicide or accidental deaths. But that still leaves a total of 16 people unidentified that we yeah. just have no idea whose feet these fucking people belong to. But that's still, like, weird, like, coincidence that mm-hmm. all of these, like, accidental feet are washing up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, where else do you see that? Nowhere. Nowhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, some people believe that the first five feet 
that were found between 2007 and 2008 were the remains of a plane crash that killed all five of the men on board, which occurred back in 2005. And um, I looked up the plane crash. It was actually like 60 to 90 miles or um, what would be like 97 to 145 kilometers northwest of where the remains were found. So it would, you know, maybe make sense that the feet washed up but however I feel like the theory is inaccurate because first off the fourth foot that they found was a woman's and all of the people on board of that plane crash were all men there was not a woman on there secondly foot one and three were all found to be remains of a man who was not in the plane crash at all so it's just really it would be really coincidental that all these feet from 2005 of the plane crash were washing up with a woman's foot and another man's foot who weren't on the plane yeah yeah now it's not necessarily disproving that all of the feet couldn't be the remains of the victim of the crash or any other plane crash or even boat wreckage Mm -hmm. you know for that matter but another theory that i think is actually very plausible. Okay, hit me with it. Slap me in the face with it. (laughs) Is that these identified feet are the remains of the victims from the 2004 Indian Ocean earthquake and tsunami. Oh. Mm -hmm. So upwards of 230,000 people died in that natural disaster. It's not really hard to imagine that body parts of these victims would be popping up everywhere. Maybe even more recently, the uh, there was an earthquake and tsunami in 2011 in Japan that killed almost 16,000 people. One foot from the list that they found was identified from a man who disappeared 24 years prior to when it was found. So it's not so far-fetched to think that some of these remains back from 2004 and 2011 were just hanging out, floating around, Mm -hmm. and then found. But it is still weird because why is it so common for this area for feet to be right? For feet to be washing up, like. But like with the with the tsunami thing, like how does that line up with the space and time, like in between, though? You know what I mean? Well, like the years in between the feet. Well, yeah, I mean, it just over time, like a tsunami happened in 2004, and then they had all those influx of feet happen, and then essentially four years pass, mm-hmm. and then 2011, more feet are coming. But the, um, like, are they able to tell, like, based off of the decomposition, no, like, the how long they would have been so yeah. they, they can't figure out how, how they died, when they died. Or how long it's been. Or how long it's been. Yeah. Because the foot is preserved inside of the shoe, which stops a lot of the decomposition process from happening. Mm-hmm. And so they can't really tell how long that foot's been in the water for. The only reason why they knew that the guy who disappeared 24 years ago and they found his foot was because they had his DNA. And you figure they're not going to know whose feet these people belong to unless that person's DNA is in the system. They didn't even have the DNA of the foot one and three and four and seven that were found. They just, um, there's actually a website called, shit, what is it called? Name Us? Is it Name Us, I think? It's a, it's a literal site that you can go to where they have different remains of people that you can look through like a catalog and f- find if it's your missing person, basically. Oh. And that's essentially how these people were found. The foot one and foot three were the same guy. Uh, they looked at his shoe a little more closely and they found out that the shoe was manufactured in India and mostly sold in India. And from there, they were able to 
post that information. I don't know how exactly the family found the picture, but once they found his shoes, they put two and two together and they that, were like, yeah. that's our son or brother or whatever that had that's been missing. That's our foot. <laughs> right, that's our foot. A lot of the victims, too, that they found the, the feet, their names are withheld just because they don't want association. But anyway, so it still poses the question, why is it still so common for this area? You know, like, if the dude... I don't know if the first guy, foot one and three guy, if he was from India. It would make sense if they're saying that the shoe was mostly sold in India and manufactured in India, that he was from India, which kind of solidifies the fact that somebody could go missing in, say, India or Japan and wash up in British Columbia. Another thing, too, is that if you Google disembodied feet, literally the first thing that comes up is just this. This case, this entire thing. Like, there's nowhere else in the world with this many feet that have been found without any explanation. At least it's been documented that I could find on Google. So, a little geography lesson. Yes. Uh, The Salish Sea is the body of water that all of the feet have been found in. Okay. Now, the Salish Sea, they've found out, basically acts the same way as a lagoon does. The best way that I can describe it is basically, like, this: the Salish Sea looks like an arm doing a bicep curl. So, the water flows in at the bottom of the arm where your bicep is. That's from the Pacific Ocean, flows into the bottom of the arm or the bicep of the Salish Sea. And then the water flows north more to like where your forearm would be curling. So it's basically like sucking in there? Right. So it's sucking up and anything that gets sucked in just kind of recirculates. Because Mm -hmm. if it gets sucked in and goes up top, then when it comes back down to the bottom, it'll get blown back up because of the current from the Pacific pushing the shit up north. So pretty plausible that... Just coincidentally, all these feet happened to get stuck in this area because they just were filtering around, yeah. yeah, filtering around until eventually just they ended up washing on shore. And then this is another question that you asked earlier. Oh, <laughs> I asked a lot of questions. So why is it only feet? Yeah. You know, so like I said, it goes back to my original point. The shoes are, are protecting the feet. So whereas the other body parts are exposed and can get eaten. Another point, too, is that a majority of these feet were found in athletic shoes, which you made that point, too, um, which are vastly more buoyant than any other shoe. Oh, yeah. Because of the sole, it is just basically like a life-floating device for mm. your foot <laughs> once it disarticulates. So, okay, but why only right feet? So, I'm going to hit you with another study. Hit me. So, there was a study done that suggests because of the curvature of the right foot and the fact that the right foot is almost on every human being larger than the left foot, it is more likely to wash up on islands and beaches. Oh, I think that's bullshit. <laughs> right. Like, that's I, bullshit. I, right? I'm, I'm sorry. Like, like, I'm, I, I see through this and right. that is bullshit. In my notes, I even say, like, I'm not sure how they tested that hypothesis. But, I mean, if you think about it, it's correct so far. And no, also, how are we going to disprove Thinking about them? my feet, like, I don't know. That's, that's a little bit far for me. That's a little right. bit much. I mean, like, I'm guessing what they're, like, I didn't necessarily dive into the study, but I guess what they're saying is just the curvature of the foot, of the right foot makes it rotate 
more to where the tides and the currents would wash it up on shore and enable it to rotate. So, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> okay, Renee. Just dig me deeper into sure. this tunnel. <laughs> you know, but why aren't, still, why aren't we finding any feet anywhere else? So, I questioned the same thing to myself. And if it is apparently not that odd of a circumstance to find feet washing up, then why aren't we seeing it in other places? Why isn't it documented? From my understanding, you know, like, because of how cold the water is in the Salish Sea, it's apparently has little bacteria activity. So the bodies don't decay as rapidly. Oh, so it's preserving it. Right. But then here's the other point. I know the Atlantic is pretty damn cold. So, like, why aren't we finding feet popping up in places around there? Is it deeper? I don't... I don't know. Well, this brings me to my last and my most favorite theory. Okay. (laughs) Frequency illusion. Uh, Mm -hmm. Once the media caught wind of the feet washing up in that area, it was everywhere. You know, it was all over the news, all over magazines, radio. There was no way that you could live in that area without knowing that feet were washing up and that this happened so what did people do they started going out and looking for feet they instead of going out and stumbling upon something weird they were going out and whether consciously or subconsciously they were looking for feet prime example of selective attention and confirmation bias Mm -hmm. in my opinion like you you get a new car And you start seeing that car everywhere. Or you think numbers are following you around. Or you're always checking the clock at the same time. It's selective attention confirmation bias. So it would make sense. Because most people, I would think, would see a shoe on a beach. And just be like, oh, it's a fucking shoe. Someone's a dick. It's a fucking shoe. I would see a shoe and I would never be like, well, my chicken's out of it. You know? (laughs) Like, I think, but once people started hearing about feet actually being inside of these shoes, you know, people started looking for it. And what's honestly more probably weird about all of these feet being found is how many people were looking inside of abandoned shoes <laughs> with nothing inside of them. So to sum it all up on my morbid note, if this is really a case of frequency illusion, then what that suggests is that this is far more common than we think for feet to just be washing up on shore. But we just don't know it because mm. we aren't looking for it. So uh, so that was uh, that was the, the, the my feet stuff. Yeah. yeah. That was good feet stuff. Yeah. Was it what you were thinking? Was it not? Let me know. Send me a message. Hit us up on Facebook. Talk to us on Instagram. Let us know if you have any theories or ideas of why these feet are popping up. Did I have some plausible ones? Did I skip over any you don't know? Mm. Or that I don't know? You know them. You guys are smart. Well, if that left you hungry for more, I am going to be doing a mysterious burrito next. But it is going to be a gold episode. Don't know what that means? I don't either. (laughs) You're kind of winging this whole thing. Just kidding. Uh, Are you even listening still at this point? (laughs) Just, just turn it off and uh, get there. And I'll find you.
I don't got any more foot jokes. Um, uh, were any of those shoes found by fruit? Because it would be fruit by the foot. 